You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. To my friend Nate and all the listeners of this podcast, no one circles the wagons than Nate Descate. Circle the wagons, Buffalo. Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times, here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. Hey, Bills Mafia. Welcome to another episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast. I am your host, Nate, and the Buffalo Bills just destroy the Raiders. Yeah, 38 to 10 in Buffalo, New York, the Bills home opener of the season. Uh, the game was a tremendous game, especially a great bounce back game compared to the loss to the Jets the week before. Got a lot of that bad taste out of our collective mouths and uh, and we're all in a good mood. We're all in a happy place. We're, we're in a good spot right now. So I'm joined. I, I'm your host, Nate. Um, this episode is brought to you by the Twin Spire Sportsbook at Delago. If you're in the Western New York or Central New York area and you find yourself taking a drive, head on down Route 90, get off at uh, Exit 41 in Waterloo, and the Delago Resort and Casino is right there off that exit. It's a good time. It's a great place to be, especially this time of year. It's a good place to be any time of year, but especially this time of year with all the games going on. Um, thank you guys all for listening. I'm, uh, we're going to discuss the Bills' victory in depth. We're going to go over our thoughts on the game, some stats of the game, our sweet sassy molassie plays of the game, our wall of famers and wall of shamers, and uh, a giveaway to end the podcast. Maybe two giveaways. I think I'm going to do two this week. Two this week. So stay tuned for that. But I'm joined by my co-hosts John and Mike. And fellas, uh, I'll start with you, John. Uh, how how you how you feeling, man? You were in a bad place after that last uh, that last game, but I I think you're you're probably feeling a little bit better. Feel good, Nate. Can't wait till February. Everything's back on track. Team looks great offensively, defensively. Uh, Allen got Allen got yeah special teams. Allen got the jitters out of his system the first game. Um, I I think we're good now. Go Bills. <laughs> I love it, John. John's like, we're not going to win a game the rest of the season last week. And now he's just like, the Super Bowl's on, baby. Get ready for that parade. Mike, how are you doing, man? Doing great. It was a fun win. <laughs> right. All right. So, uh, guys. What? 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 <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Mike, John's like, we're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to 10 Super Bowls in a row. And Mike's like, uh, I'm well. All right. Let's get this going. <laughs> just If you look up prisoner of the moment in the dictionary it's john he's i didn't know if he was gonna be unalive when i saw if i would see him this week uh and now he's euphoric uh 
You know, that's part top, of the reason. Top of the world. Top of the world. Top of the world now. <laughs> he's he's like Jack in Titanic, but before that, he was the guy falling off the balcony when the ship was going down last week. You know, the guy that tumbled down off the top of the thing. Movie? No? Okay. All right. Mm. <laughs> and hit his head. And hit his head, yeah. It, it didn't matter. You're falling into the ice-cold water. You hit your head. It's probably, probably a better blessing. thing. <laughs> Lucky bastard. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, lots of lots of fun things to discuss. I'm going into this game like I mentioned. The Bills. You wait. Win. Your definition of of the high is Leonardo DiCaprio and Titanic. <laughs> well, Did that part die? where he's like, "I'm top of the world. I'm on top of the world." Oh, like, okay. That For part. That one sorry, brief that part. Glimmer. The, yeah. You know, yeah. Or maybe it was his. Probably the best the, part was when he won the poker game to get the tickets because it all went downhill after that. If you think about it, well, he was following Kate Winslet around the ship for the, a half hour. The truth, truth. There were there, there were some good moments in between that, I guess, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> depending, depending. So, um, last week was was a tire fire. Uh, that, that whole like romantic, like that's the epitome, like. I think people hold that up as like, oh, what such a romantic movie! <laughs> and you, oh, his high point of that movie was playing poker with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant because he's like, you know, basically signed his death death warrant after that, right? Like, because that was if he hadn't lost it, he'd still go on to live a normal life, right? But because he got on the Titanic, that was the end of his. But yeah, you're right. There were some good parts after that. It did it did plateau a little bit after that. So, um, <laughs> anyway, uh. <laughs> The the Bills had a had a terrible game the week before. We we talked about that briefly on the Thursday preview podcast, and I mean they they adjusted just as we thought they would. Um, the Vegas Raiders aren't a good team. They were six and eleven last season. Um, just just not a great team talent wise overall. And and the Bills did what they need to. You don't need to go crazy to beat a team like this. You just have to not make a ton of mistakes and just play ball and the bills why do you think why do you think the raiders are terrible they're one and one no um i wouldn't say they're terrible okay so they're not, a, Adams, they're, not a, they're not a good team perennial all pro Jimmy they were six and eleven last year i just That's, said that i was considering them average so not good not bad right like, i don't think they're yeah, i'd say I they're in the they middle make noise yeah yeah well what 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 makes you think that they're even average Based on the fact that they're one and one now because that's 500 like they weren't good last year josh just mcdaniels a, year before been, they were yeah, just from evaluating their talent, like, you know, after free agency, the draft, you know, how they've done uh, over the last two or three years combined, I think I'd say they're an average team. Well, the Raiders in 2021, they were 10 and 7. Wasn't that the last season that, uh, what's his name as a coach? Gruden? Wasn't that Gruden's last season? Completely different team once Josh McDaniels takes over. I mean, right. Just... In, the, in the first year, he, you know, it went down a little bit because it's the first year head coach on a new team. So that makes sense. Now they're ascending. Dude, Josh or Sean McDermott's first team, first year with the team, they ended the drought. So you can absolutely do better your first season. Well, than the Josh, I mean, I mean, Sean McDermott. I mean, he's like he's like a one in a million, right? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So Josh McDaniels isn't Sean McDermott confirmed. Um, so anyway, the Bills did what they needed to do. Easy, easy win for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Josh Allen, uh, he didn't make a lot of mistakes. And that's exactly the opposite of what he didn't do the week before that. Uh, no interceptions, no fumbles. The Bills actually got takeaways on defense this week um, a lot more. And yeah, they just, they made the, the, the Raiders look like a very average to slightly a below average team with a victory this week. Uh, thoughts on the game, John, the way that it went down, 
I, you weren't surprised on it. We had the bills when we did the betting on the bill segment. Um, it was nine, it was eight and a half points. We bet the bills thinking that they were going to get more than that. They got way more than that. 28 points on that victory. Uh, what were your thoughts on the game? I think it looked a lot like what I was expecting this team to look like for the season. Um, granted last week, a lot of it looked the same, right? The defensive line was good. Um, Cook looked good. The receivers looked good. I think last week it was just kind of Allen's fault that everything got messed up, but he got back under control this week. And like, I think it's exactly what I expected. Dorsey, I think called a good game. Um, they used all three running backs, which was great. Um, they, they were, they all look good. Uh, all the receivers look good. Um, the line looked good. Spencer Brown had a really good game. How about that? Um, McDermott called a good game. I thought um, the defense looked really good. Defensive line good again this week. Milano, of course, looks amazing as always. Uh, it just like all around looked really good, and I'm I'm excited for this season finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you hit on a lot of things right there, including the defensive line. Not only the pass rush, but the ability to stop the run. I mean, they stuffed Josh Jacobs. Um, he had. I kept on thinking this was a. Okay, so he ended up having nine carries for... No, I kept on thinking this was like a smudge on my laptop, like right next to the two, but it was it was true. Nine carries for negative two yards. I thought it was a smudge. I thought that minus sign on my laptop, like, what is that? Come on. No, that was that was minus two yards. The, the, the running, the rushing leader for the NFL in 2022 couldn't get one yard uh, past the line of scrimmage today, um, at least collectively. So... Uh, his longest run was three yards. <laughs> like that was, that was a great game by the Buffalo Bills. Not only to get pass rush against Jimmy Garoppolo, but also to to stop well, one of the best running backs in in the NFL. So that, that Daquan Jones and Ed Oliver combination is phenomenal. And then uh, the, with the pass rushing Rousseau both weeks is that excellent pressure. I thought. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The the Daquan Jones Ed Oliver Ed Oliver looked really good. You mentioned defensive line. Ed Oliver definitely deserves some credit. He looked. Look great. I mean, when he signed that contract in the offseason, I was like, you know, well, let's hope he plays a little bit better, but we might have seen his ceiling. Well, I think he's kind of playing to that ceiling so far this season. Um, he's coming around, he's getting better, which is which is which is great to see. Um, Mike, what about you before I before I talk anymore? What about you? Your thoughts on the game? Things you like, things that you didn't like? Well, I think we were all in agreement that Allen and Dorsey would have a bounce back game, but I was impressed with just the balance that the team showed overall. It was great to see the running backs involved. When they get the lead, they can kill the clock. Um, they had some great quarterback sneaks that we've seen be an issue in the past. And then in, when they got into short yard situations, like it's always been about Josh Allen. When now we, it seems like we have the running back personnel to do it. And then the defensive line, like you said, just very excited. And it, it just if Vaughn is half the player that we think he can be, when he comes back, it'll be unstoppable. Um, just a great game. Yeah, around. I think you hit on the. You guys both said the running game, but Mike, you just mentioned it just now. It's like the the ability for the Bills to actually run the ball um, at will, and it wasn't like the Raiders have a terrible run defense. They they looked really good against Javante Williams the week before in Denver. Um, it's not like he had a great game. He didn't have a James Cook like game last week. That's for sure. Um, James Cook looked great, but then the two backs behind him, Damian Harris, got in the mix. Latavius Murray, those guys both had a touchdown. Um, 
And yeah, I mean, the Bills had overall, and Josh Allen didn't have to do hardly any rushing. He only had three carries for seven yards. The Bills had 183 rush yards. The Raiders only had 55 altogether, and a lot of that was in garbage time. Um, had nothing to do with Josh Jacobs. Um, it was one run from uh, someone Tucker. I don't know who that is. But uh, Speaking of which, let's go into stats of the game. Stats of the game. done studies you know 60 percent of the time it works every time that doesn't make sense so you're telling me there's a chance all people can come up with statistics to prove anything can't 40 percent of all people know that stats of the game brought to you by the twin spires sportsbook at delago um Let's go into Josh Allen. Josh Allen was 31 for 37, 274 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, an extremely efficient game for Josh Allen. I mean, he clearly got the message this past week of trying to do too much. And this week, you know, he, he had the perfect balance of, you know, do, giving, taking what the defense gave him, but then he still had a couple of those signature plays where, like, I, what comes to mind is that Gabe Davis pass where he was. Josh was rolling to his right and like the, the pocket was kind of broken down. He was either going to run a bounce or throw it away. And he ended up flicking it over to, to Gabriel Davis who had like a 40 yard catch, right? Like it was a great pitch and catch. Um, uh, you know, Stefan Diggs looked great as well. Um, just Josh Allen, just doing just enough. And that's all you have to do against teams that you, you're better than is, is do just enough and not cough the ball up. James Cook, leading rusher for the Buffalo Bills, 17 carries, 123 yards. Captain Cook. Mike, I think I mentioned this to you over text, but uh, Chris Berman did like the Captain Cook nickname for James Cook. So, really, yeah, I told him it was wow, all that's me an though. Endorsement. Yeah, that's <laughs> an endorsement. Oh, I expected, <laughs> I expect that from you. <laughs> expect me to take all the credit? No, that was a good one. He was he was like, oh yeah, Captain Cook. Uh, he founded the. I forget exactly what he found. Uh, what area or what was it? Hawaii. Somewhere in Hawaii? I don't know. He knew, though. He knew the history behind it, which I'm like, oh, that's cool. So I said third and Cole, and he hung up the phone on me. <laughs> no, I didn't do that one. I didn't dare to use third and Cole. It's too polarizing. Um, and plus, he's not on the team anymore, so I can't do it. James Cook, 17. Damian Harris, seven carries for 33 yards, one touchdown. Latavius Murray, six carries for 22 yards, one touchdown. Latavius Murray with the revenge game against the Raiders. Uh, Gabriel Davis, leading receiver for the Buffalo Bills, six receptions on seven targets, 92 yards, one touchdown. Stefan Diggs, super efficient, seven receptions on seven targets for 66 yards. Dalton Kincaid was next, uh, five receptions on six targets for 43 yards. James Cook, four receptions on four, or four targets for 36 yards. And then Khalil Shakir and Dawson Knox both had touchdowns, 11 and 10 yards respectively, for those two gentlemen. On the Raiders' side of the ball, Jimmy Garoppolo, not a good day, game, even for Jimmy Garoppolo standards. I, the under-over, so we were talking about prop bets on the Thursday preview podcast, and Jimmy Garoppolo, over-under for passing yardage was like 231 yards. So I was like, you know what? The, they're probably going to be playing from behind. He's probably going to need to pass a lot. It did not matter. I'm glad I did not bet that one at all because Jimmy Garoppolo was 16 for 24, 185 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Um, leading rusher was 
someone Tucker, I mentioned earlier, one carry for 34 yards. Uh, the big stat there was Josh Jacobs, nine carries for minus two yards. Devontae Adams was the leading receiver for the Raiders. Six receptions on eight targets for 84 yards and one touchdown. Um, Josh Jacobs did get some yardage uh, receiving, though. He had five receptions on six targets for 51 yards, no touchdowns. So um, quick pop quiz for you guys. How many more total yards did Buffalo have than the Raiders? How many more total yards? Do you guys want me to give you a multiple choice? Would that be easier? Because that would like that would make uh, it instead of just one number. Or do you guys just want to take a take a stab at it? I like doing the prices right rules thing. Okay, prices right. All right, you go first, John. <laughs> You're hoping like I don't like, you don't like that part. <laughs> Sounds like I hate that part of it. Um. <laughs> oh, I unmuted just to cough. <laughs> that's <laughs> <laughs> a pro move right there <laughs> um uh 200 200 for john mike over under 200 how many more yards did buffalo did buffalo have total yardage over the, the raiders uh, that's a good one john it's a really good guess. 201 nate it, it was 210 210 <laughs> my john was damn close I was still man. within 10 you were still within 10 that was really good you would have won both wrong showcases still, wrong still wrong still wrong but you still would have won both showcases yeah. right how close do you have to be to win that within like 100 bucks or something right like if you guess your showcase showdown and price is right within like 100 dollars, you win both of them automatically it's only happened like a few times anyway but yeah right. mike you win both <laughs> 450 yards of total offense for the buffalo bills 240 for the raiders so really good stat right there some other good stats terrell bernard had his first career interception today um latavius murray got his first touchdown as a buffalo bill so did D damian harris as well Entering the season, Murray, Latavius Murray, possessed the longest active streak in the NFL of seasons with four-plus rushing touchdowns. He had eight seasons of that. So he just needs three more. No, four-plus, so four more. Injury. Uh, Knox has now tied. So he had that touchdown earlier. Knox tied Jay Remersma for the second most receiving touchdowns in a career by, the, by a Bills tight end. Josh Allen at one point started the game 11 for 11 tying his best completion streak to start a game, which goes back to the uh, a September game last year against Miami. Damian Harris, the big kickoff return, we, we mentioned very briefly, like special teams being being done really well. Um, Damian Harris, that was his first kickoff return, the one he'd returned for 41 yards. That looked good, man. He might have a spot in the kickoff return team. I... I feel like that's a wall of shame for me because I've only ever heard watching the Bills game. I've only ever heard this. He's only got the kicker to beat. Oh, he's tackled in midfield. <laughs> Every other Never. guy runs past him, right? Only got the kicker to beat. Oh, the 40, the 30, the 20, the 9 touchdown. <laughs> it's they still way better than our returners dropping the ball like they did the last couple of seasons. Oh yeah, well in comparison to that. But yeah, normally it's like they make the they make well, the kickers yeah, look comparing, silly. Comparing to me having a heart attack while watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they normally it's like, yeah, they make we the can get tackled at midfield by the kicker every time and I'll be happy. <laughs> they look they look they normally make those guys just like they deke them out of their shoes, right? Like, and this guy like ran right into him and he totally like tackled him perfectly. <laughs> Body slammed him into the ground. <laughs> 
Lucky you didn't fumble. Yeah. Yeah. Wall of shame for Mike that that return that wasn't good enough for uh to to beat the uh I mean he's a good running back. He should have been able to bowl him over too, right? Like he's a bit between the tackles running back. Should just like truck him. Truck him, hit stick him. <laughs> Jeez. Been waiting for a run back that we had that they could use the hit stick. Mike Tolbert wasn't it. We were hoping Damian Harris. Uh <laughs> man, if you're looking for a wall of shame, I guess that's one of them, right? Khalil Shakir scored his first touchdown of the season, the second of his career. Gabe Davis had his first touchdown of the season. The Bills possessed the ball for nine minutes and one second on the team's opening touchdown drive of the second half. That marks the team's longest drive since a nine-minute and 22-second drive in week three at Miami of last season. That was, that was good to see. I mean, you guys both mentioned running the ball. That was good to see them actually be able to run the clock out. Credit to Dorsey on that. Constant whipping boy of the Buffalo Bills fan base. Um, he called a pretty good game. It's, Matt it's, Milan- like, it's like deja vu, right? Like Dable. Everybody was like, oh, Dable stinks, blah, 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 blah. And then he leaves and they're like, oh, no, we need Dable. <laughs> like, well, come on. <laughs> I, I miss him so much. <laughs> uh, Matt Milano tallied another interception. Um, after recording one in week, week one last week versus the Jets, he's tallied interceptions in consecutive games during the 2018 season. But technically, the streak goes back to the last regular season game against the New England Patriots, where you recorded one there. So if you include last last season's Week 17 game to these first two games, his streak goes to three games. And he's the first Bills linebacker with a nah. three-game interception streak since Kiko Alonso in 2013. No, that doesn't count. With his 66 yards receiving today, Stefan Diggs has surpassed Thurman Thomas for the most for the six most receiving yards in team history. Wow, that's incredible. We haven't talked about history or injuries a whole lot. Micah Hyde had a hamstring injury today, and Leonard Floyd had an ankle injury today. So um, two major players on the defense having um, injury concerns. We'll have to keep track of that throughout the week and talk about it on the uh, preview podcast later. 27-year-old Josh Allen has five career games with three passing touchdowns while completing at least 80% of his passes. That's the most before turning 30 in NFL history. That's crazy. Anytime he has a stat like that and he's beating Patrick Mahomes, I'm, I feel like I'm surprised by that. That's that's a great stat. And those were stats of the game brought to you by the Twin Spires Sportsbook at Delago. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. After we get back, we're going to do our Wall of Fame and Wall of Shame, and our sweet, sassy, molassy play of the game, and a couple of giveaways, so uh, so stick around. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. All right, welcome back to Circling the Wagons. I am your host, Nate. Guys, thank you so much for talking about this, or for listening to us talk about this Bills win against the Raiders. 
Um, I've been trying to incorporate a lot more Chris Berman talk ever since the interview. So um, feel John, Mike, you know, it's funny. Um, I mentioned this to John, but I didn't tell you. Obviously, our name circling the wagons is based purely on Chris Berman's, you know, nobody circles wagons like the Buffalo Bills. But one thing I never really put two and two together is I'm prepping for this interview. And I know that Chris Berman has done a lot, has had a lot of nicknames, but like, that's kind of one of our signature things on this podcast is coming up with nicknames for players. Like it was never intentional to do it because Chris Berman does it also, but like, that's just kind of funny. It's funny and coincidental that we both had that. Usually when you do a long intro soliloquy, you're like bracing me for bad news. So is he like suing you over the name? (laughs) He's like, actually, you can't, you know, this is, he's like, actually, you can't do that anymore. (laughs) You know how he always did those back, those, uh, those uh, home run derbies like back, 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 back. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm going to take your podcast name back, 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 back. <laughs> it's gone. Oh man. No, he was so cool. He was just like, well, circling the wagons. I got to come out of this podcast. You know, it was cool. It was cool. <laughs> For any of you that haven't checked it out, I sincerely, sincerely recommend you do. Um, it was, it was really cool. He's as cool as you think he would be um, on an interview that he is like, you know, in real life. So, Let's see. All right. So and what what percentage is he getting? <laughs> he did an intro for us at the end. I, I felt bad because I'm like, you know, I've, I was like, I've talked to a lot of Bills players. Not a lot of them, like maybe, you know, 10. I was like, I've never asked them this, but like, you know, you're the reason why our, our podcast name exists. Like, would you mind doing like a quick like. He's like, I'm surprised it took you this long to ask me. (laughs) 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 Of course. How's this? And then he just swung swung from the hip or whatever. Um, Shot from the hip. That's what it is. Swung from the hip. (laughs) Confusing my... uh, Anyway, but uh, (laughs) yeah, he's like, uh, you're listening. It was funny. Funny. I got to do his his voice more often. But um, yeah, Uh, let's do our sweet, sassy, molassy plays of the game sweet sassy molassy get out the checkbook and pay grandma for the rub down all right so this one uh john john you start with this one what was your sweet sassy molassy play in this bill's victory i'm gonna go with the bernard interception um it was a great play all around daquan jones with the pressure Rousseau with the tip bernard with the pick and then of course like at that point in time the bills were down by seven they had just gone three and out but that turnover led directly to a fourth and one conversion and a touchdown for the Bills. And then they never looked back after that. Um, so that is my play of the game. I like that one a lot. A team effort on that interception. Like you said, Daquan with the with the pressure. I mean, he just shot right up the middle. I mean, that was I we, I miss Daquan. We missed him a lot in that Bengals game, and it's very evident. He has not lost a step so far. I, I'd be okay with them re-signing him, to be honest. If they re-signed him tomorrow. I wouldn't be upset whatsoever. I'd be like, good. I know he's 34 years old. That's fine. Sign him for a two-year contract. That's okay with me. I'm quite all right with that. Uh, Mike, what was your sweet sassy molassy play of the game? I had that one down as well, 100%. It showed team defense, and just everybody stepped up to make the play. However, because John said that, I've something else comes to mind with an even, like, for the game, that was my favorite play. For the season, I will say was apps not body slamming Allen when Allen tried to hurdle him. Uh, <laughs> that I think showed like he was would have been well within his rights to tackle him harder. Uh, so 
That was my sportsmanship. Oh my gosh! Thank goodness. Play of the play of the game with a little bit of hindsight. Yeah, his his former uh, college teammate at Wyoming, right? Apps for the Raiders. It's like a safety or a linebacker. I can't re- can't remember, but yeah, yeah. He he went to Josh went to hurdle him. <laughs> Just the guy had no business trying to do that. And the guy, yeah, right. He could have absolutely ended his season. Um, potentially with, with, with a good hit on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's a good one, Mike. That's a good one. I had not thought of that one. I did not list that one as one of my many. Um, I love the Terrell uh, Bernard interception. Like John mentioned, that's actually my Gettysburg of the game. Four score and seven years ago. Because at that point, they were losing 07. And like John mentioned, the, the interception kind of turned the game around. The Bills' offense just went three and out right before the interception. So, like, they were sputtering. It, it felt like, you know, when when the Raiders marched down the field to start the game and they scored a touchdown, it's like, and, you know, that coupled with last week's loss, it felt like that point in Waterboy where Rob started, like, oh, no, we suck again. <laughs> and it was just like, ah, oh, this is going to be a long game. And... And, you know, the interception kind of brought it back. The Bills scored on a on a Murray, Latavius Murray four-yard touchdown. They never looked back. So that was my Gettysburg of the game. I did love the interception. I'm actually going to give the sweet, sassy, molassy play of the game uh, this week to the Gabe Davis uh, third-quarter touchdown. It was uh, on fourth and goal. It was a play where the Bills were originally going to kick it, and then McDermott decided when they were, they were up 21-10, instead of just taking the three, um, Allen talked to him. He decided that he was going to go for it, and the Bills ended up. It was a, it was a good pass to Gabriel Davis. He he came forward. He caught the ball in the end zone, and then he kind of like fell forward. But the momentum was just enough that it, it counted for a touchdown. Um, I love that play. It was it was Gabriel Davis's get right game this week. Although it was Josh Allen's. It was the entire team's get right game, really. You know, including Josh Allen. But um, the fact that uh, McDermott was just going to take the safe three, but then Allen convinced him not to. And the fact that he listened to Allen and it ended up being the right decision. Like a lot of things went into that play. I was really happy with the outcome. Obviously it didn't matter. The bills won, you know, by 28 points. Um, and that one put him up by 18, but, uh, it was just good to see, just good to see all around from coaching to Allen and everything like that. You know, it was really only Allen's get right game, right? Like everybody else was fine last week, right? Yeah. Good point. Good point. Everyone wasn't, even the offensive line wasn't absolutely terrible last week. You know, they, they only gave up like the 10th least pressures. Um, it was just Josh Allen was taking more contact than he needed to. You're right. It was more of just a Josh Allen get right game. Also, want to point out, earlier you mentioned something about Daquan Jones being 34. He's actually 31. So. Well, 31? Oh, sign him for a five-year contract. He's, he's got he's got some more time. <laughs> sign him for six, seven more years. I don't care. 31? Oh, that's so much better. Thank you. Man, how many things do I bring up on the podcast where you're like, Fact checking me nonstop. This is the it's only a lot. Sometimes about. I don't get to it because you go into the next segment. But <laughs> are you constantly fact checking me? <laughs> Mike, that doesn't sound right. Let me look. <laughs> I I open the podcast. I'm like, the Bills win 38 to 10. You're like, fact check. Let me see if that's right. <laughs> Minus two yards rushing. That can't be right. Fact check. <laughs> oh, John, you son of a bitch. You always. <laughs> Uh, but they should have kicked it there, right? I was one of those. I, I was joking around on Twitter. It's like one of those where I'm like, what are you doing? Why aren't you just taking the three points? It's right there. It puts you up by 14 points, right? Like that's, 
I agree that, 100% with going for it. I know you do, John. John will go for it from your own 30 if you could. No, uh, no, I'm not I'm not ridiculous, <laughs> but no, I I was definitely on board with going for it there. But I was, I, and I was the time jo- before when they didn't make it. I was, oh, that, yeah, that time you that time you didn't want him to. No, I was on board with that too. John um, was staunchly against that one. That no, wasn't, that wasn't smart. Funny play. how he's always right, regardless of the outcome. <laughs> I was good for every fourth down that they went for today. I jokingly texted Nate when it was like fourth and ten that they should go for it, but that I didn't really. <laughs> I was just joking. Oh, that, that one point. he didn't mean. <laughs> that was just that was just they a kicked, goof, they guys. Kicked, they kicked it then, so but. You know. uh, yeah, John is the fourth down king over here. Um, yeah, yeah, lots of you guys don't have another Gettysburg besides. That one, right? The Terrell Bernard interception. I mean, it was kind of the turning point. I no, guess yeah, could... I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, I, for... I keep forgetting we probably have a bunch of new listeners that have never heard the podcast before. Gettysburg of the game is just like, you know, Gettysburg, the the battle of the Civil War that changed the tides of the war from one to the other. And we were just looking for a name of a play that kind of changed the tide of the game. Not necessarily the Sweet Sassy Molassi, your play of the game, but something that, you know, Help the Bills win. So that was mine. Uh, There's got to be a thousand better names. Well, the union was always going to win with their manufacturing base. Let's get real. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know enough about American history to dispute. Um, no, except the the South had tanks. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. I can't <laughs> with other manufacturing. Well, maybe they had. Uh... Let's just move on. We'll think yeah. we can find something better. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm all for something. We could call that... it the turning point. <laughs> uh, if there was something else, you that's could like slap another bigger... sponsor on there. What turns? Hmm. Mm. Things that turn. Things that turn. We'll have to. We'll have to circle back <laughs> to that one. <laughs> Let's put a pin in that one, Mike. <laughs> we'll. We'll come back to that one. Um. Actually, so this is what we're going to do at this point in the podcast. Uh, we're going to switch over to our own uh, podcast feed for the last part for the Wall of Fame and Wall of Shame segment, where we have some really great uh, submissions by some listeners. Uh, and then we're going to do our two giveaways over there at the other uh, podcast as well. And another thing is, if you if you are following our other podcast feed, I did do a Twitter space with uh, a few listeners that were uh, gave us their thoughts of the game. It was really cool content. Some things on there that we won't discuss at all on this podcast that you should check that out when you get a chance. Over all you have to do is check out uh, Circling the Wagons on any of your podcast feeds: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. So uh, again, this episode is brought to you by the Twin Spire Sportsbook. At Delago. Um, and so for me, John, Mike, go Bills. And we'll talk to you guys on the uh, Circling the Wagons podcast feed.
Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, mate. Um, well, listen, I, the whole show is called Circling the Wagons. Say no more. I love it. <laughs>